0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vision Games podcast. I'm Hadi Nakhri of the Marketing Communications Department and Happy New Year to one and all. Thank you for taking time out to listen to our interview today. And today is a very special one because we are joined by Sara Piran, who is the Commercial Director of Vision Game. She's going to be giving a little bit about the background of not only herself, but Vision Game, the company. As, like I always establish within our podcast, Vision Gain has been established since 1998. It is one of the fastest growing business intelligence providers, helping to keep you informed of the key changes taking place in your industry. Based in London, within the UK, Vision Gain publishes independent and insightful market reports produced by experienced analysts, many of whom are at masters and PhD levels and are experts in their field. Vision Gain also provides a bespoke report service, providing exclusive custom research tailor-made reports specifically for your individual needs. Now, without further ado, it's time to introduce my my special guest, Sarah, please.
1: Thank you, Hadi, for a warm introduction. Um, yes, yeah, so my name is Sarah Pirin and I've been working in... The business-to-business um, sector for a number of decades now. Um, I started working in Vision at vision, at vision Gain um, just under 20 years ago, so that's quite a, a feat. So it's been um, an exciting 22 years with this company that was started in 1998, as you mentioned, um, and uh, I was attracted to the company because it was what you'd call, I suppose, a startup company, um, as in they were um, focused on some highly um, dynamic sectors as in the mobile phone industry um, with a a highly popular newsletter called Wireless Europe. Um, The Americans were doing a similar newsletter in the wireless arena but not the Europeans so there was definitely a gap in the market there that Vision Gain had spotted. Um, The subsequent newsletter was highly um, popular with clients, um, especially those who just bought their BlackBerry phones, if any of you remember those, and um, they were very excited about reading the news, um, the daily news on their phones on their way to work, or that important um, board meeting. So it was very much about um, using modern technology to push through a new service, and um, so that was that was what Vision Game was working on, and especially in a, in a sector that was um, extremely dynamic quite volatile, with a lot of players in, so, so it was exciting times really. Um, so, so Vision Game was at the forefront of that, so that, that was that was very attractive. Um, so I can then carry on talking to you about the reports um, in the telecom sector.
0: Which is exactly what's, what's happened, because Vision Game has diversified from one sector into quite a few different sectors out there, including farmer and defence, which mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. this moment in time, both sectors are, are highly topical. Um, so what are the different sectors that Vision Gain covers? Um, well,
1: an interesting point. Vision Gain is very much a, an organic um, company. We didn't sort of set out to start in wireless and then move to pharma and then to defence um, in, a, in a sort of systematic manner. It was more of an organic process whereby we were writing about the telecom sector in um, you know the early 2000s and then we had 9-11 so um, people were starting to ask us about whether we were going to be writing reports within the defence sector because it touched on some, some of the technologies that we were writing about within within telecoms i.e. satellites and so on so we, we started working within the defence sector and, and started working on some very exciting topics um, such as looking at counter UAV measures um, counter UAV markets um, military radar and so on and so forth so that's very much how, how the company grew so from the defence sector we started writing about the aviation sector because we were working within the same players such as Rolls Royce and so on and so forth so it was kind of one sector led the other but it was just very much based on the fact that we were fascinated by some of these disruptive technologies that were changing those markets so that's what attracted us to these different vertical markets and and as I said one thing led to another Um, we started working within the pharmaceutical sector because there were some huge changes happening in that and we were interested in those um, and also the energy sector, which has been um, very dynamic over the, over the past ten years. Um, so, so that's really how we went from one sector to another, now covering I'd say over eighteen vertical markets. Um, so we've picked up um, all these uh, these industry trends and, and knowledge um, along the way as we've been writing these reports.
0: Yeah, and again, some of the other areas that are covered will areas like cyber um telecommunications uh, defense energy sector uh, these have all been mentioned, and some of the reports are absolutely fascinating that are mm-hmm. put out there mm-hmm. and, you know we we do press releases as well, and we get very good traction from the press releases
1: yeah absolutely
0: you know, and, and I find that absolutely amazing now, I do understand that behind just,
1: I mean just one thing I wanted to bring up, and I think it's typical it's it's particular to vision Gain. Mm. i I think initially we were known as the kind of enfant terrible of the... Business information industry, because we were independent, uh, we weren't sponsored by any large companies, we weren't taking advertising from from large companies. We could pretty much touch on topics that um, we liked, especially topics that maybe other people feared to broach. Mm. We were the first people to write about the cannabis market, for example, um, in about 2002, 2003, mm. and that obviously is a well. Um, verse topic now so we were the ones out there looking for some exciting topics which we felt would would change the world Um, and and we still are um, trying out different topics, totally independent so we know that um, what what we write in our reports are not influenced by any kind of um, larger players and I think this is why people buy and trust our reports because the the information in there is independent um, and totally objective
0: and not just that, I mean, I also understand the Vision Game also does some bespoke works for clients. Uh, would you mind going through a couple of case studies on that?
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. Again, this has been a, a slightly kind of organic um, process. As people were buying our syndicated reports, they'd come back and say, actually, you know, we've got an area we'd like you to cover. Would that be something you do? And you know, bit by bit, we started saying yes, um, because it interested us to actually meet, be meeting these clients' needs, you know, on a one-to-one basis. So, um, I mean, for example, there was a leading um, pharma company in the Asia-Pacific region, and they were interested in the prefilled syringes market because they wanted to gather a bit more information about their competitors on a worldwide basis. So they mu- they needed a report just for just. A market report that covered the pre-filled syringes market um, on a global scale um, especially with information um, of the players within this market so um, the client then bought the top pre-filled injection device manufacturers market so that was written um, initially for them and they told us what they'd like like covered in that report Mm. Um, it wasn't uh, something exclusively for them so then we sold it on to the market at large, but um, it's very much a kind of um, process whereby the client will tell us what they need. We'll find out whether we can put that kind of information together, and work together with them on a consultative basis, and hopefully um, manage to meet their business information needs. So we are quite flexible on that basis. You know, so it can either be a full report, or it could be an add-on to a report. Um, you know, we, somebody might ask for some extra sub-markets within a within a market, maybe that's not covered in the actual um, off-the-shelf report, or they might ask for specific countries, um, they might want Norway covered, or they might want some of the emerging markets covered within the Latin American market, so we're more than happy to help them with this, and you know, we offer that service, the pricing is reasonable, timelines are realistic, so it's, it's going well. You
0: know. these, these all sound like major benefits and, uh, for the movers and shakers within the industry, um, but why do you feel that the reports do benefit the movers and shakers across the various different industries that, that are covered by mm. Vision Game. Mm. You know, especially with your experience.
1: I think the, you know the reports are not academic papers, mm. you know they're very much practical hands-on reports they're in a PDF format so they're easy to download some of our clients maybe in the defense industry for example can't access the internet because they're offline for security reasons so the reports are in PDF they can print them or they can download them on their computer take them into the sort of bunker system that they might have and, and read the reports that way and annotate them with notes and so on so um, I think it's, the reports are practical um, they are timely so we write the reports typically every year. So we will be giving you the most up-to-date information about that industry, about the leading players, about the actual movers and shakers within that industry because you know people want to know about their, their, their competitors.
0: And yeah. that is an, another key feature of the reports that they do identify the various different companies that are working within that that particular sector within the mm. report. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course, if for an, if I was an investor, I'd be looking Keenly, in which company to invest in, that would be looking at that particular sector and how they can make it make it develop. And again, looking at a lot of the blogs and the the press releases, it does actually sometimes put into figures what that market is actually worth. Mm-hmm. Whereas other reports I haven't seen that uh, from different different companies. And again, I may be a bit biased on that one, but you know, everyone can go out there and see it on the internet themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we will be. Um, quantifying that market and giving good data—you know, good, good sets of Excel sheets and so on—so you know, quite tangible um, data that you can use in presentations and, and talks and um, you know, year-end reports and so on and so forth. So I think that the key thing is these are market-led reports. They're practical, they're bite-sized, easy to 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 read them, um, digestible, and 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 very useful. You know, and people will buy the same report year after year because they're, kind of, they're trying to track that market and work out who are the new the new players in that market and what are the new developments.
0: And that also shows as well within the, the, the reports on the titles is based upon a year, but it covers up to 10 years in exactly. some places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the reports do change consistently uh, and sometimes quite considerably. So it is worthwhile keeping up to date with the, the a yearly report. Mm-hmm. Um, again knowledge is power but applied knowledge is is ultimate power Um, and talking about applied knowledge that leads me on to the next part which is the external do you feel that there are any external political factors that could affect the vertical markets that are researched into
1: Um, yes definitely I mean for example the defense industry is very much affected by geopolitical Hmm. factors out there threat of terrorism has increased interests in our reports are related to say security whether it's infrastructure security, such as protecting a power grid, yeah. um, or you know the baggage handling security facilities within a, a large hub yeah. transport hub, such as Heathrow or, or Dubai, um, there's also issues around climate change and sustainability, and this has really affected the energy sectors, but also other sectors such as the packaging market, for example, having to make sure that the packaging is more. Biodegradable. Degradable, yeah. <laughs> um, and and um, the, the automotive industry, as we know, the huge changes coming along with electric vehicles. So I'd say every single market is affected by something that's external, whether it's regulatory, whether it's geopolitical, whether it's economic. Um, and that, that's also reflected in the report. You know? And things can change very fast within a year.
0: Well, at the time of the, the, the podcast that you guys are listening to, we've just hopefully turned the corner with the USA and Iran so this is quite, uh, hence why everything's always...
1: All affected, absolutely, you know. But I think, you know, over the past, you know, 20-odd years or so I've been at Vision Game, you know, we've seen these changes um, happen and how it then is reflected in the reports, which means that the reports are, are forever changing rather than static things hmm. with just some numbers changing every year. So, so it's good. You know, it's good for us.
0: Well, that that's absolutely fascinating. Now, based upon this, from what we've discussed, could you let us... And the listeners know about the methodology used for these reports because that's also going to be quite interesting.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, um, typically what we would do is that the report writer writes a report from cradle to grave. Some of our competitors will fragment the report so one person writes one section, somebody else writes another section, for example. So, so we make sure that this is report written by one person. So there's a there's a fluidity in the report, but also there's a a flow to it that works um, I mean the reports are basically used uh, created by using a really good mixture of both primary and secondary information um, to give you the best view of that market you know I'd say the the percentage is sixty um, percent secondary research roughly forty percent primary research so we'd also be reaching out to key opinion leaders um, finding out what their views are on that market um, sometimes the interviews are transcribed other times it's kind of written in a uh, in an anonymous, anonymous fashion um, but we think that that mix is very important um, to give you a really good bird's eye view of that market and then we can get into more granularity with the quantitative information that we put
0: into that report. That's brilliant yeah. and, and again you know from, from my perspective I, again I'm always going to be quite biased about this but I feel that people should you know keep an open mind and see how we are competing against with other Mm -hmm. life-like industries Mm -hmm. and companies Mm -hmm. within our our sector
1: yeah i mean i think one of the key points also is that secondary research okay yes you can get information from from the internet but it's incredibly time consuming Mm. and you could be wasting hours and hours every day trying to find some sec filings for example or some sales reports or um you know uh, press releases from our competitors and so on. So we save you that time and hence the money. We've also got obviously 20 years of a back catalogue of reports and data. So we also go back to that as well. So we're not constantly reinventing the wheel either. So we have a lot of our own data that we go back to um, and, and source some of the information from as well. So I think it's a winning combination.
0: Sarah, thank you so much for your time on this one. And I do appreciate every single moment that brings us to the end of of this this really good special interview um, and again people uh, for all of our listeners i would strongly recommend that you visit our website which is www.visiongame.com and uh, feel free to go through the various different sectors see what reports have been uh, released uh, which have been published and which are our upcoming reports as well as always
1: Great. Well, thank you very much, Hadi.
0: No problems. And as always, people, when it comes down to it, you want to gain clarity, get vision gain. We'll see you at the next podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.